Now, it's time for 2010 National Sports Writer of the Year, Peter King, from MMQB on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, as we venture across the league, thinking about what Denver suffered today on the road in Philadelphia, the Eagles hanging half a hundred on them. Last time I checked, Denver still has Vaughn Miller to keep to leave on defense. So if I give you the Eagles offense or the Rams offense, and they also got the 51 today against a battered giant defense, who do you think has the better offense? Wow, that's a great question. I, I would say right now I'd take Philadelphia because I think Philadelphia is a little deeper. Um, but the one thing that the Rams have right now is they have a re- they have a much better, in my opinion, offensive line, especially with Andrew Whitworth, who's a top five left tackle this year, which has been a huge, huge factor in uh, in how well the Rams have played. I, I I'll just make one point to me about or to you about about Carson Wentz. Like my feeling is. And you watch him over and over again. You watched Carson Wentz today when he uh, was facing the onslaught on his touchdown pass to Alshon Jeffrey. He's facing the onslaught of Von Miller, and he's thrown against a guy in tight coverage with Aqib Tlaib. These are two Pro Bowl guys, you know, and, and two excellent, excellent players. And what happens? Carson Wentz beats them both. And, and I just think right now I'll take... Uh, Carson Wentz, uh, to me, he's my MVP at the midpoint of the season. Peter, Nick Ferguson here. We watched today as, uh, you know, B-Webb just said, the Rams hung half a hundred on the Giants. And after a slow start and the blowout, you know, Coach McAdoo said after the game that he isn't ruling out, uh, putting out, putting in quarterback Davis Webb. Is this indicative of Coach McAdoo saying, hey, listen, there's nothing more that we can gain from this season. Or is he kind of giving us a peek behind the curtain as far as uh, the, the tenure of Eli Manning? I think if you're Ben McAdoo right now, you're 1-7 for the first time in 37 years uh, with the New York Giants. The season has been beyond a debacle. Uh, I, I don't care what sort of injuries you have. Look at the injuries Washington had. They had a third of their team hurt or, or more. Uh, their offensive line is in shambles, and they go beat uh, a very good team in Seattle today. Uh, and 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 really, I, I just I think that the Giants all year we've been hearing about injuries. If you're going to lose one guy, like Odell Beckham Jr., and you're going to say, "Well, that's it; it's over." I mean, stop, stop. I mean, that's like the Patriots losing Gronk and saying that they can't go to the Super Bowl. The Patriots lost Gronk and won a Super Bowl. So to me, I think if I'm the New York Giants, you're one in seven, you go to San Francisco next week. I mean, at some point, fairly soon, you have to say to yourself, what is the rest of this season about? And if I'm the Giants, the rest of the season has to be about seeing if the guys like Davis Webb, uh, if you think you have a real future with them. Uh, not that they're going to play opening day next year over Eli Manning, but if Davis Webb is lousy over, say, three starts, then what I say is, okay, you've got the third pick in the draft or whatever it is they're going to have. You've got to go and get a quarterback with that pick. Taking you around the league with Peter King from the MMQB. Peter, what do you make of the report that 
Roger Goodell and NFL owners could be deposed in Colin Kaepernick's collusion grievance. I'm sure they will be deposed. I mean, that's to me, that's not a surprise in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and, you know, I, I just will say this. I, and I don't even know what the lawyer uh, for Colin Kaepernick would be trying to get uh, with Roger Goodell. But, you know, to think that Roger Goodell calls owners and calls teams and says, hey, make sure you guys don't sign uh, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I'm just telling you, he if, if, if he ever did that in a million years, he ought to be fired tomorrow. I mean, he just, that's not something he would do. So, but but be that as it may, what whatever whatever you think of of either what of the job that Goodell is doing or anything like that, Roger Goodell didn't have anything to do with with uh, Colin Kaepernick being unemployed right now. Well, with the Houston Texans, we we've seen them uh, get off to a great start with their rookie quarterback Deshaun Watson, and we were all you know thrilled to the game last week when they went up to Seattle and they played in that game and they put up you know, almost 100 points uh, combined. Now, he's out of the lineup with the ACL injury, enters Tom Savage. Now, we saw a kind of a slippage in play today, but is there any way that Bill O'Brien can somehow right the ship even with Tom Savage as their quarterback? Um, I I don't see how. I mean, now what you're saying is uh, you're saying, okay, without Savage, without two of your three pass rushers, you know, merciless and Watt, um, you know, and obviously without without Deshaun Watson and playing Tom Savage, who's really, uh, you know, he, he should be a backup quarterback in the NFL. Um, with that being the case, and you're sitting there now at three and five, Nick, I just, I can't see it happening. I mean, look at what Houston has now next week. They've got to go play the Rams in Los Angeles. They're not winning that game. Um, so at three and six, I mean, it was, it's, you know, they, the best thing the Texans have done this year is they have found their long-term quarterback of the future. So everybody who is morose about what is happening in Houston right now, and I get it, and it's really sad that you're not going to have uh, Deshaun Watson for the second half of the season. But the reason that I wouldn't be sad is is I, I'd be I'd be optimistic that no matter what happens with our defense, finally, 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 we've been trying since 2002. And finally, we have a guy that we're all confident is going to be our long-term quarterback. Peter, let's wrap it up with a quick thought on what's coming up on Sunday Night Football. Oakland's on the road in Miami. Given all of the heightened expectations for the Raiders this year, and I understand Derek Carr has been dealing with a back injury, are you surprised that they have underachieved thus far? Yes, I am. I mean, you know, for the Raiders to be sitting there at 3-5 and five right now, um, especially after the first two weeks of the season where they won a very tough road game at Tennessee and then slaughtered the New York Jets. They're sitting there at 2-0. and The fact that they have lost five of six and basically had the only one of those six was kind of a miracle, totally bizarre end, you know, against the Kansas City Chiefs a couple of weeks ago. Every other game they've lost. They've lost to Baltimore at home. They've lost to the Chargers at home. 
And and look, I I understand that Derek Carr is not a hundred percent. I mean, but come on, they they just have vastly underachieved, in my opinion. And uh, you know, now is the time. You know, tonight is a game that if they want to have any chance to get back in it, and they're lucky that Kansas City is, keeps slipping. But if they want to have any chance to get back in it, you know, they they can't afford to lose tonight to stay three games out of first in this division. So I, I kind of look at this game, and you can say, oh, that's a must game, this is a must game. This is a must game for the Oakland Raiders because think of it. Coming off of their bye after this game, New England in Mexico City. And, and so, I mean, you can't afford to lose a sixth game tonight when New England is your next game. Peter, as always, we appreciate the insights. Enjoy your evening, and we'll chat with you on Tuesday on NFL No Huddle. Hey, thanks very much, guys. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.